the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is indeed the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And, you know, we talk about weird events, holidays. Sometimes we introduce this pod. Well, today is Mickey Mouse Day. I don't know if you knew that, Lundy. This is when Steamboat Willie was released, I believe, back in 1928. So it's kind of the unofficial birthday of the old Mickey Mouse. Uh, I love Disneyland. Uh, Been there a couple of times. What I do not love anymore in my advanced age, I cannot handle the teacup ride. You get a couple of churros in your system. You down a Coke or a beer. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, kids. So let's give this a whirl. You actually get spun around multiple times, and then you get off. You're nauseous, and you want to yak. That happened to me the last time I went to Disneyland a couple of years ago. True story. Yes, absolutely. And, yes, 1928. Brad, little known fact to people in the Fade the Noise universe, I used to work for Disney. Yes, you did. I worked at uh, Disney World, as a matter of fact. I participated in their college program. If you can imagine, those of you that have seen the Fantasy Football Hour, imagine me in the Jungle Skipper uniform. That's right, kiddies. <laughs> I took you on the Jungle Cruise, as a uh, as a matter of fact. And, Brad, when it comes to uh, getting slightly nauseous, the only way to do that, especially down in Central Florida, is, of course, drinking around the world at Epcot, oh, uh, a very popular yes. Uh, drinking marathon where you start on one side of all of the countries and you keep drinking until you get to the other side. Let me tell you, if you start in Mexico and make your way all the way to around to Canada, um, yeah, you're probably curled up in a in a puddle uh, somewhere, uh, probably uh, on your way to the teacups without even knowing how you got there. Nate Lundy, also handy with a machete. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> Based on your, your jungle cruise experience. Uh, so there you go. Just some random uh, factoids and anecdotes that uh, you only get right here on the Fade of the Noise podcast. If you want to get in on any of the Week 11 NFL action or maybe some more action, we're going to have a pick in this episode. Do so at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is this. Download the DraftKings app right now. Sign up for an account because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users a chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code FTN. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet from live betting to betting on your favorite player props, which we cover here on the podcast. They do it all. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code FTN when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code FTN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough restrictions. Apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to our hump day edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go ahead and start off in the NFL. Let's talk about the fighting famous Jameis's now because Drew Brees is going to be out of this game with a partially collapsed lung, five fractured ribs. Uh, so, yeah, we're probably going to get some Taysom Hill. Maybe we get a, t- a token Taysom start because Sean Payton got a Sean Payton. Uh, but I like the Saints covering the five here, Lundy, against the rival Atlanta Falcons. Why? It's pretty simple. Atlanta. 
rancid defensively in the defensive backfield. That has been the story all season long, giving up an 8.3 YPA, 322.6 pass yards per game. 22 touchdowns in nine contests. That's what they have allowed vertically. New Orleans has owned this series, uh, winning and actually covering seven out of the last ten matchups. So, Winston, we know he can sling it. You got Michael Thomas still there. You got Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, obviously, Emmanuel Sanders as well. And he's going to be protected because Drew Brees had the seventh best clean pocket percentage of any quarterback in the league. And if you give Winston time, he can sit back and and really set those feet, cock, lock, and fire, which he didn't really have that luxury late last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So fade or follow, Jameis Winston and company scoring the cover against Atlanta at minus five. Oh, I am all good with this one, Brad. I am going to follow because I think the public right now is panicking over the idea that Drew Brees is not going to be out there. And by all means, uh, Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees. However, you're right. He's got good pocket protection and he's going against a crap defense. Okay, so if you've got that kind of a matchup, if you're Jameis Winston, this is the game you want to get thrust into to start for the Saints because you've got a soft defense that you're going up against. Right now, a lot of the public leaning on on the Falcons with that spread. Brad, I fade the public. I follow you. I'm taking the Saints. Fly that flirtily. Number four. All right, let's go to Detroit and Carolina at uh, tape time. We don't know if Teddy Two Gloves is going to be under center, and I think that is what is suppressing the line here, and I'm willing to roll the dice and lock in at an extraordinary value on the Carolina Panthers minus one and a half with the quarterback position up in the air. If uh, Teddy Bridgewater is unavailable, he's listed his day-to-day. He had a clean MRI on the knee. Should be good to go, but we'll see what the practice reports yield. It would be P.J. Walker under center, a bit of a dual threat, uh, kind of a shifty guy, jack-of-all-trades option for Matt Rule, Joe Brady, and company. But look, it's Detroit. They're a disaster on defense, in particular defending in the trenches. The Lions have allowed 4.8 yards per carry, 180.0 total yards per game, 18 combined touchdowns to the running back position, whole lot of Mike Davis, whole lot of Curtis Samuel in there, mixed in as well as kind of a dual threat, multidimensional weapon. I, I like the fighting surpers here. Uh, even if they have a quarterback change this week, you got Robbie Anderson, you got DJ Moore. They just have too many weapons. And Detroit, probably going to be again without Kenny Galladay, who is week to week with a hip injury. So fade or follow the Panthers minus one and a half. I'm feeling the PJ to DJ combo, Brad. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm actually going to follow on this one. I agree with you. I think the the number right now is suppressed. I think you've got a dual threat guy in Walker, but what's most important to me is Mike Davis being able to do it in the trenches against Detroit, um, where I think they can take advantage. You you do that, maybe you mix in some of those carries that Curtis Samuel likes to be able to do uh, for the Panthers to keep things interesting on the offensive side, and I do think Carolina can get it done uh, against Detroit, who, you know, picked up the win last week thanks to the leg of Matt Prater. I don't think they're going to be able to do it this week. I think Carolina can handle this one. Jump on the value and the Panthers. Number three. All right, it's time for our monkeyknifefight.com Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day, of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Here's what you got to do. Go to monkeyknifefight.com right now. Uh, and then fire off as a new user that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 game of the house. Are you unfamiliar with NKF? Well, it's a very simple game. It's player props, folks. It's more or less. It's over or under on your favorite 
player lines. Could be fantasy points. Could be touchdowns. Could be receptions. Could be yards. They got it all at monkeyknifefight.com. It's just you against the house and not against lineup accumulators at other DFS sites. Check them out. Monkeyknifefight.com. Promo code FTN. And at MKF, DK Metcalf. 87 and a half yards and what will be a colossal matchup under the primetime lights on Thursday night football game. I cannot wait to see with the Arizona Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks scoring off for a second time. Remember, it was a 37 to 34 edge in the first matchup. Uh, Metcalf in that game, very quiet. Uh, just uh, two receptions for 23 yards back in week seven. A whole lot of Patrick Peterson he saw outside. He's given up just an 89.7 pass array in his assignments. The Cardinals uh, are very vulnerable, but more so underneath and out of the slot. That is Tyler Lockett territory. That is David Moore territory as well. So for all those reasons, put them together. I'm taking the under here on DK Metcalf, 87.5 yards. Uh, remember last week, very quiet, couple of catches, only 28 yards, that we had Jalen Ramsey shadowing him, and he's going to get a similar treatment this week from Peterson. So fade or follow my under on Metcalf, 87 and a half yards. I will follow this one, Brad. I think he, I mean, I think he does better than he did last week. And I know, you know, how much, uh, you know, frustration he had last week, only grabbing the two catches. I think he does a little bit better than that this week, but I think 87 and a half is too much. Um, you know, I don't see uh, them taking advantage of that opportunity. I think they'll use him to try to pull Peterson off and therefore open up the middle, as you talked about. So to me, this one feels a lot more like an under another, another game, maybe of a little bit of disappointment for DK Metcalf fantasy owners. Um, I think he gets more yards than last week but I think he's still down a bit before he bounces back going through the rest of the schedule but this week doesn't feel good to me I'll take the under I think he finishes maybe right around 80 81 yards yeah numbers just too darn aggressive for my liking number two all right Kansas City and Vegas in Sin City there baby go down Fremont Street all the bright lights shining down and what does that lead to cha-ching 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 over over and over in my head at 50 57 uh, or 56 and a half, excuse me, at a minus 110 juice. Look, Vegas has hit the over in seven to nine contests this season, uh, and they have a lot of defensive inadequacies as the Raiders have given up 7.3 in terms of YPA, 4.58 yards per carry to running backs. Really, the RB number doesn't matter because Kansas City didn't run the damn ball anymore. Look at what CEH and Le'Veon Bell have done the last couple of games. Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Uh, Kansas City, meanwhile, is vulnerable in the trenches, giving up 4.5 nine yards per carry so a whole lot of Josh Jacobs Devontae Booker who has scored three times in his last couple of games though Kansas City has been stiff through the air giving up just a 6.6 YPA still uh, I think Patrick Mahomes fresh off the bye with Tyreek Hill Miko Harbin maybe get Sammy Watkins back Travis Kelsey just so many weapons to account for uh, they're going to at least score I think 30 in this game and if Vegas can you know get a couple of early scores uh, grounding and pounding it with Jacobs and Booker and maybe some garbage time points I think it's going to surge past the proposed 56 and a half threshold here and cash in on the over so fade or follow my over 56 and a half points 
for Vegas and KC. Oh, Brad, you know, I'm, I, I'm getting the shootout just like I'm back on the Jungle Cruise, baby, firing those <laughs> fake plastic bullets at the hippos. Uh, this is a shootout appeal to me as well. You talked about the fact that Vegas has hit the over seven times. Five times out of those seven was when the line was at 48 or higher. Mm. Um, so even when the number is strong, Vegas is hitting the over. And so I'm with you. I think this is shootout appeal coming up in the Sunday night primetime game. Um, totally expect this to be a game with a lot of points scored. And if you can get Josh Jacobs pounding it, not just, you know, sometimes you think, oh, well, we want to, you know, hand the ball off to Jacobs because we just want to keep Mahomes off the field. No, I think in this case, they may want to hand it off to Jacobs because he may move them down the field yeah. uh, and allow them to score. So to me, this is an over that I would jump on. It also wouldn't surprise me to see this over under climb a little bit as we get closer to Sunday, because I think there will be some folks that are leaning on the over. And if that's the case, try to get it early this week before it moves. Yeah, stacking my chips on that over. Number one. All right, let's wrap it up here with some action. Of course, it's Wednesday. Uh, That entire league is just bananas. And I think we're going to get another fun matchup uh, between the Northern Illinois Huskies, the uh, Michael Turner U representatives, and Ball State. I uh, can't name a single NFL player from Ball State <laughs> off the top of my head. So I was going to leave it at that. But it's the Fighting Football Cardinals, as David Letterman of the one say, of course, an esteemed grad of that institution. And I'm signed with Dave. I'm laying the 14 with Ball State here at a minus 110 juice. You know, both these teams are 0-2 ATS. Uh, Ball State has gone over in both of its contests this season. Uh, you know, I had a couple of tough matchups. 38-31, to they beat Eastern Michigan and then flipped the script and lost 31-38 against Miami of Ohio. And those are two of the better teams in the MAC. North Illinois, uh, they got blasted by Buffalo. They lost that game 49-30. to And then they turned around and laid an ostrich-sized egg against Central Michigan, losing 40-10. to The Cardinals play up-tempo, fast-paced, really spread it out. They are averaging over 500 total yards of offense per game. They got too much firepower for this meek NIU defense overall and I don't think NIU has enough firepower to match offensively so I think Ball State wins this game I bet you they win it by 20 plus and score an easy sweatless cover so give me the cards minus 14 fade or follow well first of all Brad you do too know a player from Ball State I do can can I take you back Brad to this past Sunday night in the rain two touchdowns for the Ravens who is it uh, two touchdowns for the Ravens? Willie Sneed. Sne- Willie Sneed went to Ball State? Yes, he did. Oh, I had man. no idea. Yes, no idea. He, he is a proud Ball State grad. And so I'll tell you what, I'm going to follow you because they are going to play off of their proud alums game on <laughs> Sunday night in that monsoon, and they're going to get it done. Ball State cracks me up, by the way, because you look at the over-under in this game where the point total sit. So far, the score in both games that Ball State has played, 38-31. to 31. One time they won, one time they lost. So this team consistently likes to score a lot of points. I do like Ball State in this one. I will follow. Oh, my man, I can't believe I got you with a player. Yeah, you did. Everybody needs a Sneed. And apparently (laughs) everybody needs to learn where he went to school. And you just educated me. So thank you very much on that. I had no idea that he went to Ball State. Uh, So thank you for that little factoid. Again, we're just 
full of factoids from Mickey Mouse to Willie Sneed at Ball State. It all comes together. Thing of beauty. Uh, Follow Lundy on the Jungle Cruise and also on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out at Noisy Huevos. Uh, Also drop us a rating and or review, would you kindly? And also log on to FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.